On today's Family Chatters, Eddie drops out of college, Steve and Myra break up, and we have the first ever Fam Chat live musical performance. That's all happening right now, so just I'll talk to you after the music. Days go by, the bigger love of the family. Hello, everyone in the world, and welcome to Family Chatters. I am your host, Chris McCarthy, as always, once again, here to talk to you about Family Matters. And that was the theme to Family Chatters by Mr. Julian Morena.com, which is not his website. And normally I would say go to find his actual website, but he could tell you to do that uh, himself because he's here today. I'm here. And uh, I'm working on getting the rights to julianmorena.com. Well, you, you mispronounce it every week. So. Well, wait a second. Hold on. You, you hold on, whoever you are. <laughs> um, wait, first of all, is your name not Julian Morena? I think it is. It's Morena. Okay, I, yeah. If you want to get technical, I Is say, it Morena, really? When I, when I tell people my name, I say Julian Morena. Yes. So, that's, so in other words, that's your name? When I tell people my name, I say that that's my name. Yeah. Okay, so, well, apologies. Let's, let me issue, on behalf of Family Chatters, a formal apology okay. to Mr. Julian Marina. <laughs> uh, Thank you. So, Julian, uh, right, is available as a domain, or is it not? No, I don't think it is. Apparently, there are a lot of other Julian Marina, Mar- Marinos. And, um, well, I don't know if I could do this. I might have to still call you Julian Marina. Okay, that's fine. Or Marina. Do you prefer... How, what mispronunciation do you prefer more, Morena or Marina? Mm, I'll. I like the original one that you had, Morena. Morena. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's stick with that. So uh, he's here, but let's get this out of the way first. I have two guests here who are not even in the same room as me. They're not even in the same goddamn state. These people are here remotely via a satellite, I guess. And it's probably a satellite involved. It's actually via FaceTime, but I'm sure it's bouncing off of a satellite somewhere. And uh, this is the first time that's ever happened. A completely remote episode of Family Chatters. These two gentlemen are in the state of Georgia, uh, which is in the United States. Not not Georgia, the country in the former Soviet (laughs) Union. Um, But specifically Atlanta. And it's Mr. Julian Morena, Marina, Morena. Yes. Dot com. Correct. And also next to him, Mr. Stephen Shafini. Hi, Chris. First time, long time. Oh, are you calling? Are you a caller? <laughs> yes, I think the Mets should trade for Tulowitzki. Okay, now let me stop you right there. That's ridiculous. The Mets would never do that. Next caller. Julian and I are in the same room, even though you're you not. You are. So you, yep. you and Julian, Steve Shafini and Julian Marina <laughs> are both in, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. I am here in the Family Chatters uh, cave. So let's see here. So Julian Moreno, you know him as the singer of the Family Chatters theme. We've been trying to get him on here uh, to talk about that. And also, he's recording an album. That's correct. And um, ever, ever since you, you featured my, my cover on your show, I get followed in the streets of Georgia. Um, I'm sure you do. So... I assume years from now, when you are the most famous pop star of all time, you can look back on this podcast and say, "This is where I got my breakout." First of all, how are you going to deal? How are you going to deal with being the most famous pop star of all time? 
Um, I've got a legal advisor and some financial advisors, and um, I also have my eye on a mansion. Oh, you do? Okay, so you're you're getting a little ahead of yourself, I guess. No, I mean, I've thought about it a little bit. He's al- he's already a prick. Have you ever heard of a little place called Beverly Hills? I have only heard of that from the Weezer song. Is that a real place? Yeah, it is. It's in zip code 90210. Oh, you know what? I've heard of that because they mention that sometimes on Melrose Place. Well, I'm buying Melrose Place. You're buying the actual Melrose Place? Yes, after wow. I'm famous. Thanks to this podcast. I can't wait till you're famous. Thank you. So Julian's here promoting an album. Uh, Steve Schifini, what are you here promoting? I'm here promoting my upcoming EP, Steve Schifini and the Erotic Claims Adjusters, What You're Left With When There Are No Leftovers. And it's due out sometime between now and the end of the apocalypse. And uh, Julian, your album, when is that coming out? Um, I really don't know, actually. In all seriousness, I don't know. I I assume uh, early 2016. All right, we'll pencil it in. Everyone out there, keep early 2016 open. Keep checking julianmarina.com slash edu for updates. Right. Um, <laughs> at some point in early 2016, I think I'll have an album. And I'm serious about that. I wasn't serious about the website, but I am serious about the album. You are seriously having an album. And later on in the show, by the way, we're going to hear one of your songs from that album. Oh, cool. It's, yeah, is that a surprise to you? You didn't yeah, know? I, I didn't know that. So, uh, so Julian, what's the, what is the name of your album? You know what? I don't have a name yet, actually. So I'll take... Oh, great. So let's wait. Let's come up with one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here's my suggestion to you. All right. Uh, I would go with something that you would find in a BuzzFeed article, like a like a clickbait type thing. Like, ah. hey, Julian Morena's... <laughs> what the hell's your name? Julian yeah. <laughs> Morena's uh, top 14 songs of all time. Yeah. Number four will make you gasp. Oh, I like that a and lot. And then now they're intrigued and they want it. They have to. I'm going to do so, I'll, I'll say number four will make you gasp and number five will make you gasp and number six will make you gasp and right. number seven well, will make you gasp. How, how many tracks total are on this album, this untitled album? I think it's me 11. Shit, yeah, 11. 11 tracks. That's, that's 11 a good tracks. number. That's a solid number. And is this, will this be released on Sony Discman? I believe it will. I need to check with my publicist. It's going to be an Maxell XL290. Oh, great, great. I'm glad I saved mine. Yep. Right. Uh, so, guys, thank you so much for being here. And now we're here to talk about, we're not just here to talk about our musical endeavors, as much fun as that is. Right. But if you subscribe to Julian's website, you get his top seven oral sex tricks at no <laughs> extra charge. But I started, I started charging for this. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Okay. Let's talk about Family Matters Season 9, Episode 13, Episode 205 of the series. It's called Breaking Up is Hard to Do. This is a synopsis of that episode. Urkel considers ending his relationship with Myra. Meanwhile, with mediocre grades in college, Eddie drops out to pursue becoming a police officer just like his dad. So now let's talk about this. And we'll start with Eddie Winslow's storyline. And uh, well, first of all, let's say this. Steve, uh, this was your first episode ever of watching Family Matters. Is that correct? It was my Family Matters cherry being popped Winslow style. And, uh, and, and just uh, overall, we'll get into the details, but overall, what was your impression? Well, I have never seen Family Matters since I'm 58 years old. Right. Uh, however, I have been a fan of FamChat as it's, you know, I'll pretty much click on any viral video. Or podcast. And um, I feel like I got a sense of how bad the show was from listening to your podcast. Amazingly, it 
failed to meet my excruciating low expectations, and it was probably the worst show I've ever seen on so many levels. That is uh, not a good review of Family Matters out there. Yeah, well, my first qualm is Urkel is like 40 years old, and he's still doing his high squeaky voice thing. And right. He, he did, I will say, he did look older than I would assume he would be in the show. He looked and like... Speaking yeah. of older, you know who I think looks even older than all of them is Mr. Eddie Winslow. I was going to say and Eddie as well. That. Yes, let's talk Eddie about Eddie Winslow, who is in college, who is uh, now sporting this, by the way, first episode this season where he's sporting that mustache, which is kind of cool. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, he, so he looks about 35 and now he's uh, he's in college, but the opening scene of this episode is uh, Steve Urkel comes in with the mail, and all of their report cards have come in the mail. So your college report cards get sent to your house uh, where you live with your neighbors, and uh, Steve, Laura, and Eddie all are opening the mail. They're looking at their report cards. Steve and Laura are smart people, and they get A's, but guess what? Eddie, not so bright. Eddie got, uh, I believe, all C's except for, uh, he says he got three D's, and and in my opinion, a missed opportunity at a D's nuts joke. I wrote it down in my notes, D's nuts, yes. He said, he said, I got all C's except for these three D's, Uh, and and he also received a D in volleyball, which is is important to note, because I'll bring it up later, but it's, you know, I don't know how anybody gets a D in volleyball. He looks like he's in shape. So the next scene, uh, Eddie is sitting in his living room, upset about his report card. Uh, Carl Winslow, his father, comes in, and everyone goes ape shit for him because he's the most popular man of all time. And uh, Eddie uh, is sitting there, and he's like, "Dad, I got some bad news. My report card came in, and it's not good. I got all of D's nuts." And uh, and Carl, Carl actually does not take this well. Carl goes rip shit on on Eddie. He basically like the la- like there's no laughs in this scene. He's like, you know what, Eddie? I've had just about enough for your shit. Like you got to get your shit together, son. You know, it's funny, uh, Chris. It's like everything you're saying is right from my notes. I thought I wrote down that Carl Winslow is the most demotivational TV dad I have ever seen. All he does yeah. is, is like yell at him, berate his kid, which is like every 20 year old with a bad mustache doesn't know what the hell they're doing, and he's just like totally berates him. He's like, what the hell, you piece of shit? I think those, I'm paraphrasing, but, uh, you know, <laughs> that's I, the redneck version of Family yeah. Matters. I thought, hey, you motherfucker. What the hell? We're here at Motley Crue concert. Y'all watch <laughs> this. Um, I don't know. It, it was really weird. He just like berated him and I, I couldn't picture like, you know, Mr. Keaton or Mike Brady doing that, you know? No, he gets in his face and he goes at the end. He's like, he actually yells this word. He goes, unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad and I didn't read the synopsis and of course I'm thinking in the back of my mind well you don't need an education to be a cop where's this asshole get off and then like five seconds later he's like I want to be a cop and I saw it coming a spoiler alert spoiler. spoiler although I did say that already I did, oh, I did. did. Oh, okay. so uh, so then but let's cut to that now next scene uh, Carl sitting in his kitchen by himself Eddie comes in and he's like guess what dad I, I took to heart what you said and uh, I decided to, to actually drop out of college and now Carl loses his shit even more. He's like, well, what the what? I, that's not what I meant. You dumb asshole. And uh, Eddie's like, no, but don't you get it? I, I figured out what I want to do with my life. And he's like, no, you haven't. You're an idiot. You suck. I hate you. <laughs> and he's like, no, dad, listen, 
I figured out I want, and this is where it starts to almost turn into like a, like I thought it was going to be an army recruiting commercial. Cause he goes, <laughs> I, I wrote a list of things I want. I want a job that makes a difference where I could work with people. I respect and admire and where every day is a new opportunity. And then Carl's like, well, what kind of job is that? <laughs> and he goes, and then, then you would have been like, hey, I want to be an army of one and join the United <laughs> States military. And then it would have been brought to you by the United States military. That's where it could have gone. That would have been great. But no, he goes, he goes, uh, I want to be a cop, dad, just like you and Carl is flabbergasted. So, uh, so basically now Carl and they go to commercial on that Carl being flabbergasted. They come back and, uh, and, and Carl's like, you know what? You want to be a cop? I'm going to show you what it's like to be a cop. So of course he takes him to a bar and he, they walk in and the bar is called the lockup. And, uh, it's run by a cop, a former cop, and the only patrons are cops. So basically, it's like cheers for cops. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the uh, Carl walks in with his son, and the bartender sees him, and he actually says this, and this is going to be a reference to uh, previous Family Chatters episodes. So guys, uh, longtime fans, chat heads, listen us. up. Carl goes, uh, Carl, uh, the bartender goes, Carl, uh, so what's going on? I hear you're the captain now, huh? He oh. actually says the line from Captain Phillips that I have been quoting almost every episode. You're the, ca- he goes, the captain. He actually, he says it. I couldn't believe I did a spit take when I, I was watching believe, this. I didn't notice. He that. goes, uh, so call you're the captain now. huh? <laughs> so now here's my, here's my question to you. Yes. What, which of these two scenarios seems more likely? Do you think that uh, the events of the movie Captain Phillips were inspired by family matters in the in that the Somali pirates watched this and then they decided to go kidnap a captain of a boat so they could say that line or do you think Captain Phillips himself watched this in 1998 and then decided to go get captured so that someone could say that line so then he could then watch Tom Hanks uh, relive it I gotta say that Captain Phillips actually watched it or Tom Hanks actually watched it Oh, that's uh, that's option three. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Watch this and then said, I want to go find a Captain Phillips. Right. To go. He said, I hope to God that a Captain Phillips gets, uh, what do they, what do they call it? Pirated. Yeah. I hope he gets pirated. That's what they call it. When you get kidnapped by pirates, they say you got pirated. pirated. So yeah, I hope that he gets pirated and that they make a major motion picture out of the ordeal and that I get to play Captain Phillips. Julian, I think you're right. So back to uh, back to the bar. Uh, Carl orders two generic beers. Bartender's like, "Oh, two beers? Yeah, we got that." <laughs> Gives him beers. Surprise! And uh, and then, now they sit down. And he's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna point out some real cop shit right now. This is what you don't see in the in the, all the glamorized uh, stuff that's on television. See this guy over here, the owner of this bar. He used to be a cop, and you know what happened to him? He got shot." trying to bust up a jewelry robbery, a jewelry store robbery. And, uh, and he was uh, trying, to, was trying to get the bad guy and somebody shot him. And uh, then he uh, spent a year in the hospital and then he got put on the, a desk job and he realized he didn't like it. So he bought a bar. Now, let me ask you this. On a cop's salary, after spending a year in the hospital, could you afford to purchase a bar? Maybe. Maybe he made out with some of the jewelry from the heist. Hey, do you think... <laughs> Do you think that he was an inside job? Is that what you're saying? Possibly. Do you think that there was a Somali pirate at that heist and he grabbed some? Well, they didn't specifically say they didn't say who the robber was. So he so it actually makes it sound like uh, like it's not that bad because you could just go buy a bar whenever you feel like it. 
Uh, and then he points out some other guy in the corner who's drinking alone because his partner just died. And that guy seems sad, but everyone else seems all right. And it's like he's trying to he's trying to discourage him from becoming a cop by showing him that there's a, a whole place where everybody can come and be comrades and get drunk. It's like if uh, if if on Cheers, Cliff's dad brought him in to to the bar and then <laughs> said, hey, Cliff, this is uh, what it's like to be a mailman. You still want to be a mailman now? You get to hang out with all your best buddies all the time. <laughs> everybody knows your name. So the thing is, it is my first Family Matters episode. I think uh, Carl Winslow is the worst dad I've ever seen because, first of all, he berates his 35-year-old son with the mustache. Secondly, he tries to show him a cautionary tale of police, and he shows him Phil, who has a better job than a police officer. He owns a bar, which is awesome. Right, and he seems like he's loving it. So, And then Carl basically goes, so you, what do you think? You still want to be a cop? And Eddie's like, uh, yes. <laughs> Um, so then and then they go he goes from you don't want no part of this shit to uh, oh you do you actually do want to be a cop okay good he stands up and he goes guys I have an announcement to make my son is going to be a police officer (laughs) now let me ask you this there's a test you have to take to become a police officer (laughs) which we know Eddie's not good at probably and also you have to pass some sort of physical I assume to become a cop and Eddie couldn't even get a, a in volleyball how is he going to become a cop? Well, it's my understanding that there's less setting, bumping, and spiking on the police entry exam. Well, yeah, I will. I don't know that. Have you ever taken the exam? There's, I mean, there's some volleyball. I'm not going to lie. It's more like define right. define a side out, but it's not. There's no. There's no spiking. So then, uh, so now we're left to assume that Eddie is going to be a police officer, and we'll see if that continues. Well, the jukebox, the jukebox music just immediately faded out right when Carl stood up to make the announcement. So it seemed like oh, Eddie is destined. He's destined to be a cop. Um, so now let's talk. Uh, let's get to the other storyline that happened in this, which is just as bad, uh, if not worse. It's about Steve Urkel and Myra breaking up, guys. I hate fans of Steve Urkel and Myra. You're in for uh, to a harsh wake up call because things go sour. Okay, they break up. Thanks, Julian. Breaking up is hard to do. Dude, what? I haven't seen it yet. Also the name of uh, also the name of this episode and also the name of a Neil Sedaka song. What so, do you know? Steve uh, uh, sitting uh, at a kitchen table. He's eating porcupine taquitos, uh, <laughs> which um, is very strange and they don't explain uh, any any further. I remember that being a type of fad in 97 or 98. It was kind of like it came and went with the pogs. Yes, it was. Pogs. I think it was about. Yeah, I remember trading. I remember trading my slammer for Five porcupine taquitos. You traded your slammer. Did you ever have the uh, the OJ Simpson slammer that no, came with Pogs? There was an OJ Simpson. That's a surprisingly clever pun. It was. It was OJ behind bars, and it was called OJ in the slammer. That's amazing. It was pretty good. And speaking of OJ, what? we'll get to we'll get to that in a little bit. Oh yeah. We are there is believe it or not OJ Simpson becomes relevant in this episode. So Steve is eating his porcupine taquitos. Uh, Maxine comes down uh, and then she goes, what's wrong, Steve? And Steve takes this opportunity to literally explain everything that has happened in this season as if Maxine was the audience. He might as well have been looking at the camera. He's like, well, Maxine, uh, you, so you see, I'm in love with Laura and I have been, but she doesn't love me. But then she's starting to like me, but I'm dating Myra. What should I do? Enter Myra. And she comes in and basically tries to rape uh, Steve on the table <laughs> as she n- normally does. Uh, Is that a normal thing? It's that's a normal, a normal thing? thing. Yeah. So uh, e- each episode that Myra and uh, and Steve are in, right. she at some point 
tackles him ah. to try to force sexual contact. <laughs> Amazing. So Steve basically decides that he wants to break up with Myra. He's done with this uh, with this relationship, and and he tries to break up with her right there in the kitchen. And she goes, "No, no, no! I don't care what you have to say. Meet me for dinner tonight." And he goes, "Okay." Cut to dinner. Uh, they're sitting there. Uh, Steve orders a hot cheese sundae. A lot of physical comedy. He gets some on his chin, which resembles semen. Clearly. <laughs> and, uh, and then she basically says he's about to break up with her. And, uh, and she says, I actually, I would like to break up with you. I don't think this is a good idea because I used to love, I used to love the nerdy Steve Urkel. And you're not so nerdy anymore. And believe it or not, for Steve, who has not seen this before, he used to dress worse than he's dressed in this episode. Because he's wow. not wearing his signature high uh, waisted pants. Oh, that's true. He's not. He's not wearing suspenders. He's not wearing a bow tie. Yeah. This is actually. This is actually Steve Urkel being a uh, being a, a a better version of himself. Myra is not a fan of that. By the way, Myra likes the nerdy guy, and uh, and he's gone, and she's afraid that he's gone, and she's like, well, you know what? Fuck it. I break up with you. They leave this restaurant broken up. Steve comes home. And he's, uh, he's there, and Laura Winslow is there, the love of his life. And she goes, what's up, Steve? And he's like, well, I am broken up with Myra. And, and Laura goes, well, what the hell is that about? And he's like, well, honestly, I've said it eight times this season. I'm in love with you. Uh, I can't believe you still are <laughs> surprised about this. And, uh, and she's like, well, what do you want me to do about that? And he's like, I want you to love me. Love me the way I love you, Laura. It was very heartfelt. It was, and she kisses him, and they had, they share a kiss, and then but guess what happens? Guess who breaks into the Winslow house during their kiss? Because nobody knocks, by the way, at this house. I was just gonna say. I mean, Myra walks right in. Everyone walks right in. Isn't there a fucking lock in the house? The guy's a cop. Ha- every episode of this show could have been drastically altered by just Carl Winslow locking his door. Yeah. So Myra comes in and sees the two of uh, two of them kissing. And she goes, she, she shrieks actually. And Steve uh, is, is uh, jarred and he goes, Oh my God, Myra. And she's like, uh, well, what are you doing? He's like, we're broken up. Who cares? I can make out with whoever. And she's like, no, I was trying to trick you. I didn't actually want to break up. That was just a ploy to get you back together with me. And then, uh, and then Laura and Myra start getting into it. They start, ha- they have words with each other basically. And they start getting, it gets a little ghetto and they start calling each other names. She calls her, uh, Myra calls Laura a strumpet. Yeah. Which is, uh, interesting. that, that would have caused a good fight if this were 1695. Right. Yes. If this were like taming of the shrew, that's what they called Kate. <laughs> it's, it's a word that no, no 20 year old in yeah. 1998 I, was using. Me thinks you're dying strumpet. It was like <laughs> freaking weird. And they start fighting and Steve uh, gets in the middle of them and he goes, girls, girls, girls. <laughs> and now I, I have the and I don't know. I don't know if this is true, but I have heard uh, that if you say girls, girls, girls three times, the ghost of uh, Mrs. Garrett from uh, Facts of Life actually shows up. And I, this could just be an urban legend. I don't Bullshit. know if that's true. Bullshit. But you have to say it three times like Beetlejuice. So I, th- I said it once. Uh, or did I say it twice already? I think you said it three th- times actually already. But Well, no, you have to say it. Uh, you have to say girls, girls, girls three times. So really, you have to say it nine times. Julian, you say it one more time. See what happens. Girls, girls, girls. Girls, girls, girls. Oh, my God. It's me. It's true. It's the ghost of Mrs. Garrett. 
Why are you doing a Family Matters podcast? That show was a black imitation of the facts of life, you fucking thieving bastard. Is this ghost in your studio? Where's the ghost? It actually seems like the ghost took over Steve's body. This is very strange. Oh, you're right. He's sitting right next to me and he's acting very strangely. Uh, Okay, I wish I knew how to banish uh, his ghost. I forgot to look that up. Julian, can you just stab the, the ghost with a with a knife or something quickly? Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, Steve, you're back. Hi. Yeah, oh, shit. I just had the weirdest out of body experience. Do you have any memory of the last two minutes, by the way? No, I, f- I feel like I was a uh, Rue McClanahan. You've uh, close. <laughs> That's all I remember. I automatically uh, want to recite the soliloquy from the abortion episode of Maud. What? What? <laughs> The abortion episode of Maud, you youngins. Oh, I thought you said Popeye. <laughs> we're, we're on, we're on uh, Skype here. I can't make out everything. So the abortion episode of Popeye, can you please explain what happens? Well, basically, remember when Wimpy said he'll gladly pay you Tuesday for an abortion today? <laughs> yes, I do. Tuesday never came. <laughs> Sorry, olive oil. Um, so here we are back to... <laughs> Uh, the, so Laura and and uh, and Myra have a fight, and uh, Steve breaks it up. Um, Mrs. Garrett shows up and <laughs> scares the shit out of everyone, <laughs> and then uh, and Myra basically leaves, and she says she vows. She says, "I will never give up on you, Steve. You have not heard the last of Myra." And guess what? She does. She comes back in the post credits sequence. And she comes in and she goes, so you want to get back together, Steve? And he goes, says, no. And she says, well, then you'll be hearing from my lawyer, which you cannot. I should mention this. I'm not. A, I am not a lawyer, but you cannot sue someone if they break up with you and you're just boyfriend, girlfriend. I, I, don't, I don't know. Steve, you might want to weigh in on this. because <laughs> You've been through a lot of relationships. Has anyone ever sued you? Uh, not yet, because any girl I have a relationship with uh, pretty much knows that I uh, don't have any money. That's pretty much out in front. So, uh, right. uh, well, I don't know if Steve Urkel has a lot of money, but what she says is she goes, I'm going to sue you. And he goes, well, you better have the best lawyer in America for that. And in walks, no joke, Johnny Cochran into the Family Matters Winslow house walks in and everyone goes, oh my God, and they clap. And then, uh, and then, and then Steve, uh, as if you didn't know, Steve goes, oh my God, Johnny Cochran. Because <laughs> you have to, and every time a, a celebrity shows up on a, on a show where they're not supposed to be, the, some, one of the characters has to call them by name. If not, it's just like, who's this guy? So that happens and, uh, and Johnny Cochran basically says, uh, yeah, we're going to sue you, Steve Urkel. And he has a couple corny lines, and then the episode ends. <laughs> End scene. I like the fact that they put uh, they put Johnny Cochran in the credits, which they rolled before the last part of the episode. So I saw the credits roll, and I saw Johnny Cochran. I'm like, where the fuck was Johnny Cochran in this episode? I didn't see that. That's right. They they play the credits. So this is a post credit sequence. They're playing the credits. And it says it shows up. It says Johnny, Johnny Cochran, Cochran as, as himself. himself. Yeah. And you're thinking, what? Where did I miss something? <laughs> exactly. And then he shows up like right after that. So uh, <laughs> oh, oh, there he is. They spoil. It was a spoiler alert on their own show. Getting back to the homoerotic subtext, um, <laughs> he looks right in the camera and he says something about, "I'm going to go down." Yeah. Yeah. So right. So right. as if. Right. The, so the joke in and of itself is that Johnny Cochran's here. Uh, you know, he's the best lawyer in America. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in trouble. But as if you couldn't get it, the episode ends with <laughs> Steve Urkel turning, looking at the camera 
the camera zooms in on his face and he goes, I'm going down. It's like I thought of uh, naturally I thought of some like it hot. The last scene. Oh, everybody thought of that. Remember at the end, he, the guy looks right in the camera and like Jack Lemon takes off his mm-hmm. wig and he goes, I'm a man. And he goes, he looks right in the camera and he goes, nobody's perfect. That was homoerotic subtext of the 50s. Right. And then and then Jack Lemon says, well, luckily I hired Johnny Cochran, the lawyer. Right. Who who is a baby, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> because in the what year was something like it hot made? It was in the 50s where they had that. In the 50s. So Johnny Cochran was probably alive, but a small child. And he's saying, and, and, uh, and the other character says, well, who is Johnny Cochran? He goes, you'll see. And then he winks at the camera, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's how it ends. He goes, never mind. Forget, forget what I just said. It's a very awkward ending. Oh, oh, since he was a baby, he was going to say, if the diaper doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey. And, and then he also said, wait, it's catchphrase. Said, it's really for catchphrase. I don't have my, that is a good catchphrase, by the way. <laughs> I don't have my laugh track because, because you guys were Skyping, so you can't hear it, but uh, right. should we all just laugh? Yeah. Can we all just laugh? Okay, okay ready? Well, Three, two, one. <laughs> and cut. All right. Nice job. So, uh, so before Julian, before we get to your um, amazing performance, which oh. I don't know, I don't know if it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm trying to hype it up here. Uh, before we get to that, I figured you could grab your guitar or your axe, whatever you want to call it, and uh, and then we can do a little uh, a segment here because you are the singer of the Family Chatters theme. I figured I could use you while you're here to do a few themes that we could uh, incorporate into later episodes of the show. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I haven't talked to my lawyers or publicists about this, but I okay. assume the normal royalty rate applies as it does with the fam chat theme song. I need to talk to you about that later. Okay. We'll talk about that offline. Okay. Uh, so I figured, uh, you know, we could record a few snippets here that I could drop into later episodes just to spice things up since I have you here. The, the, uh, I, I, can I call you my band leader at this point? I would love that. I, I do think I do think this is an abuse of having me on the show, but I would enjoy yeah. being called. The, I'll trade. Yeah, I'll take that as a as a good trade. So yeah, so you're the you are now the official band leader of Family Chatters. Yes, uh, and I assume you'll be on every episode and uh, <laughs> and uh, and laugh at everything I say. You got it, boss. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, all right, so let's do this. Let's just start with something simple. Um, Let's say I want to go between segments and I want to just a segue. Can you do like a little riff and then and sing the word segue? A little riff and sing the word segue. Yeah. All right. We're talking about Urkel and he's doing his thing and he's asking for cheese and <laughs> here comes a segue. Oh, perfect. I love it. That also doubles if okay. you're talking about the mode of transportation. Oh, there's a, right. here comes a segue. Here comes a segue. If I'm recording, if I'm recording an episode and somebody rolls in on a segue, right. that also applies. Uh, okay, so then let's do one of these. Let's say, um, let's say, uh, how about we'll we'll do a, a theme for the catchphrase, right? Because I have a catchphrase Ooh. at the end of every episode. Yeah. Uh, let's. Ha- how about a, a catchphrase theme? But what's your catchphrase? No, no, no. Just say this oh, is like, going here, to be here, the catchphrase. Here, here comes. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Oh man. Uh, how about 
Here comes the catch phrase. Wow, that was good. Perfect. You are nailing this. Thanks. Uh, all right, so let's get a little more specific to Family Matters. Can I put now. these on uh, the album? Yeah, absolutely. I, I expect that these will all be tracks on your upcoming album. Okay, good. <laughs> Done. Uh, so let's do something. Let's say Steve Urkel uh, does something uh, comical. He drops something. He ruins something. Uh, let's do. Let's hear it. What do you got? So Urkel, what he, he makes a mistake. He does something wrong, right? That's yeah. Let's say right. he falls right. down and breaks something all that right. someone all wanted right. not to break. All right. Did I do that? <laughs> Perfect. Again. All right. Thank you. Uh, you're killing it. So, uh, all right. So let's think of uh, let's think of one uh, here for for Carl Winslow. Oh. How about uh, how about this? How about just Carl Winslow enters the room? My real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. Whoa. All right. That's awesome. Uh, less, a, less a fan of that one, but uh, that's all right. <laughs> really? I thought that was the best one yet. Well, like if every sitcom character had a theme that played, like say, cheers, it's like, duh, 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 I'm George Wentz. Like every time that character yeah. shows up on screen, a song pops in that says the actor's name. Yeah. Right. Well, earlier, Shafini was confused whether or not this was a documentary. I figured to remind Shafini and the viewers that maybe aren't familiar with the show, you have a reminder that this is an actor, not not Carl Winslow. They do actually have that. It's called credits, but oh, you know, you're, I, I so you're thought- talking. You're saying, in a sense, uh, audible credits. Yeah, audible credits. I mean, you could get lost in the story of Family Matters and forget. Let's think of. Uh, all right, I got another one. What about when? Uh, when? Uh, what about when? When Steve and Laura kiss? Because that's I'm oh, sure going to happen again. Okay. Let's get let's get something a little lighter now for that. A little right? lighter. Ha- that's a happy gonna... moment. Steve and Laura kiss. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> yes. Perfect. And then, uh, all right, we'll do one more. One more. Because um, this, uh, this, may, this may happen in a, in a future episode. It may not. I don't know. Uh, let's, do, uh, let's do one for Eddie accidentally impregnates a prostitute. <laughs> Well, I and guess then it, we'll wait, and then we'll do, and then we'll do one for when he uh, impregnates a prostitute on purpose. <laughs> so this is the accidental. Different keys. Yeah, we'll do right. accidental first. I'm Eddie. I thought I was too old to get a woman pregnant, but I accidentally impregnated a prostitute. Mm, that's good. It's it's, li- it's literal, but it's good. It's yeah. No, these are right on the nose. There's no subtlety in these themes. This is, uh, this is like a country song. You don't need metaphor. No. Okay, so now let's do one. <laughs> let's do one for when he does that. Same thing, but this oh, time purpose. he meant to impregnate the prostitute. I'm Eddie. And since I accidentally impregnated a prostitute a little while ago, I know that I'm young enough to still impregnate a prostitute. Well, it's the same one, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> I'm getting paid by the hour. All right. You are? Wait a minute. Yeah, I didn't agree to that. Oh, we're talking about this later. Yes, we're going to talk about this later. Well, those are great. So thank you, Julian, for that. Yeah, you're and, welcome. Uh, Good job, dude. And then uh, the one last thing we, ha- we I want to hear, and this is real now. This is All not right. a bit. You actually have a song, a legit song. 
that uh, you will be on your actual upcoming album. It will be. And it's uh, it's not a joke. It's a real thing. And we're going to hear that now. And now, so first, what uh, what is the name of this song? The name of the song is Not My Thing. Not My Thing. Okay. And is this a political song? Is this about gay marriage? How did you know? <laughs> it's not my thing. It's their thing. It's about repealing... Uh, Repealing the Supreme Court decision. I, no. Well, guys, I guess the Constitution <laughs> isn't your thing then, because they're just trampling all over it like it's a fucking disco. Right. Are those the lyrics? <laughs> so here we go. This is uh, Julian Morena, Marina, Morena, dot com. All three right. Uh, it's called Not My Thing. Down near her There's a younger version of Anastasia Doesn't purse her lips or hate us for having fun She excuses herself before her turn comes she left there was no reason to feel ashamed or embarrassed you see Stasia's a little inexperienced and this place is a cesspool but she can't comment on that I spent a night there once it was not my thing why would she feel her life's incomplete without a, a wedding ring or a husband and some kids of her own? Her dog Ginger's had a stroke, its head leans to one side. I think one more month or two, poor Gingy will. Mm-hmm. And Yolanda, Maria's ashes in the vase in the living room. Oh God, I could not ask if the bullet she did it with was in there too. Of course, she can't comment on that I spent a night there once it was Not my thing Why would she feel her life's incomplete Without a A wedding ring Or some asshole And children of her own Whoa Thank Wait, you. Julian, are you clapping Thanks. for yourself? That's I was not clapping list. for myself, but 
Well, that was great, Julian. Thank you for that. Thank We're you. looking Thank forward. Uh, when you do end up actually uh, releasing that album, uh, you know, we'll let everyone know. Maybe you can come cool. on again. And I'd love that. Do a little. Uh, we'll have a release party. Yes, on, on the FC. We'll all, we'll all ejaculate. What, uh, yes, I was going to say, what kind of release is this? Should I stop masturbating now? Yes. Uh, no deal. Okay, so that was great. And uh, I want to thank uh, MrJulianMarina.com for being here. You're welcome. You're going to officially change your name to dot com just dot com uh, yes <laughs> your, your whole name is going to be dot com all right that's going to ruin the website plans but right uh and also steven shafini yes thanks for being here thanks for having us like yeah, you've been doing you, this man. for three months we some of your best friends i am to get on this show. a very big chat head yeah i'm a fam, i'm a sure. fam chat head and a parrot yeah. head wow yeah there's a lot of overlap between those two groups yeah definitely a lot of guys talked about fam chat the last buffett show right in the middle of fence Yes, they say fins to the left and everyone goes, by the way, have you heard the new episode of this podcast about family matters? Yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. The last thing I need is the catchphrase, oh. which, I, uh, which I will get to, but I might as well use your catchphrase uh, oh, music. Right. So what I'll do yeah. is uh, right. I'll, I'll take that, yeah. I'll cut it, I'll drop it in right here. Right. Here comes the catchphrase. So now let's give me a catchphrase. Someone. You got a mason jar full of queefs, you might not want to open it till July 4th. If you got a mason jar full of queefs, you might not want to open that thing till July 4th. 